재미와 지식의 오디오 라이프 팝빵. It is weird that we use hashtag on a day-to-day basis, but is it wonderful? I think it's wonderful as well. I mean, there's a lot of practical uses of hashtags. I think it's weirder that hashtag has now become has become has come into our spoken vocabulary. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But yeah, I mean, if you are looking for a particular, um, let's say, machi, like a, a particular eatery around your area, you can just search that hashtag, and then you'll find a list of restaurants or a list of hotels or a list of people with those pictures, and it goes on and on. So we'll first take a look at. Hashtag, or otherwise known as the pound key, or the number sign, or sharp, sharp, exactly. Uh, so this hashtag comes from scribes writing shorthand from the Latin libra ponda, which translate as pound by weight. So its uh, abbreviation was uh, LB, but it was misread as sixteen in. Many cases, so people started to draw uh, a line through the top of the two letters, which over time developed into the now sharp sign or uh-huh. hashtag sound. So that's what I, I never knew that, but I know growing up in school that that was well. Both of those cases, pound was read as sixteen, and I mean LB, LB. was read as was read as sixteen, but that the hashtag I always called it pound. Oh yeah, I always thought it was pound, and so when hashtags were starting to be used in social media. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't know that they were called hashtags. I I, I called them pound. I think it was created. That term was created especially for social media because the tagging of the photos started trending and things like that. But I'm not sure. Uh, taking a look at the 1960s, though, um, there was a certain company who put uh, who put these hashtags on their newly designed telephone keypads. But that hashtag or that pound key, it didn't really last long. Uh, the company wanted to get their phones to communicate with computers, um, and it wasn't uh, a part of the computer programming language because it wasn't on the keyboard at the time. So they ended up changing it to the old pound sign. I guess it was the the diamond sign that they had beforehand, um, and now they changed it to. The hashtag. So, in 2007, a developer pitched in ideas of using the hashtag to create hyperlinks uh, and make things more searchable. So, this suggestion was ignored because other developers didn't really think it would catch on. It wasn't uh, necessary either. But then, years later on, his idea was accepted, and this simple method soon caught on. And today, the hashtags become uh, linked to the rise. Of social media, basically. Well, I'm not an expert on this, but if I remember correctly, a lot of people were using them without the hyperlinks. Oh, like okay, yeah. They would they would use hashtag space. And they would they would you know write whatever the the term topic or whatever it was about, but it never didn't have a hyperlink. Oh, and finally, mm. then social media services started programming yeah, yeah. In that. That would be a hyperlink to sure. a specific page, and you have to use it well as well because uh, if you have certain spaces or certain punctuations, it kind of takes away from the hyperlink too. It takes it ends the hyperlink. If you yeah, have- like you can't put a question mark or an exclamation mark. It won't include. It won't be included into the hyperlink. Okay. Well, I think very useful because for me, a pet peeve is when people post about something, and uh, the status is assumed to be something I should know what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. And for example. Someone writes, "Oh, that was a close one. Lucky we did it." And I'm, I'm looking. At, I'm like, "Well, what, what are they talking about?" Oh, and I just, okay. I just want to cruise by. And in that case, that's what hashtags are used for. That was a close one. Lucky we pulled it off. Hashtag LA Dodgers. Hashtag World Series. Right, right, you know, right. It, and then it's kind of like, oh, Sums there's context, up the conversation. and you can click into that hyperlink and see how many people are talking about that specific topic. Mm-hmm.
Well, All right. we could talk about hashtags and we could talk about... <laughs> The ant sign. The ampersand. <laughs> I didn't know that this had a, spe- a specific name. Yeah, neither did I. Ampersand. I just call it the ant sign. Yeah, the ant sign. Mm-hmm. It it actually originated from the Latin word, the ete, meaning and, and was written together as a single uh, as a single word in cursive script. So the e and the t together make that. Well, the sign we're talking about, if we're talking about the shorthand and for people who can't see what I see in front of me, but it basically, it kind of looks like an eight. You can almost w- write it like a curvy eight with sometimes open ends. When I, well, not sometimes. When I was a kid, I got confused with the, the music sign and the and sign. Oh, the treble clef. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That could be very... So the, everything after that sign is meant to be sung. Yeah. <laughs> so a we, will be, we will be serving food and drinks. Absolutely. Well, this is not the case. It was, yeah, as people wrote E and T together, it began combined into that symbol that we're familiar with now. By the 8th century, it became a distinct character. But the word ampersand did not come into use until the late 18th century, when English school children would recite and per se and meaning and by itself means and <laughs> to help remember the symbol. Wow, that's quite interesting. Well, there you have it. Hashtag ampersand. We're learning new things. We'll have more weird and wonderful topics to th- talk about next week. But in the meantime, we will leave you with 50 Cent featuring Nate Dog. Here's 21 questions.